Do you know what time it is? It's time for the Workforce Show, where you will learn the latest news about employment trends, current opportunities, and innovative strategies for managing a career on WERA 96.7 FM. Happy to, uh, to introduce you to our guest today, named Al Nakbi, who I've known for quite a while. He was a guest before on our radio show, and and uh, he talked about AI. He's an expert in artificial intelligence. His company is AI AI, but between his company and who he is, he's a lot, a lot of experience writing books educating people uh and and i I was i was interested in in seeing how much his work has been in the financial area uh for ai and and uh cyber and he's been a consultant for many organizations and he'll tell us uh all about this uh so before we before we get started i want to welcome him to our show and it's a special uh greeting because he is going to have his own show uh, next, uh, starting October 10th. Every Thursday, Al is going to have a, a show on artificial intelligence. Uh, what, what are you deciding to call it? What is it that you're calling your show? Oh, sure. It's American <laughs> AI. It's designed, specifically designed for U.S. government. So the show's name is American AI. American AI. So it's all, it's going to be designed for government. Explain that uh, to me. What does that mean, you know, government? Yeah, that, that means that um, U.S. government and all agencies, federal government as well as state governments now, and even uh, city governments are focused on automating via artificial intelligence. And uh, the focus of this show is on developing that bridge between government leaders and uh, their technology visions and their strategic focus that needs to be to get to a point where they understand um, what and how they have to automate their agencies and what are their choices available on the other side, on the supply side. Uh, to to pick the right partners to implement those technologies. So our focus will be on developing those uh, leaders who will lead the future of government uh, mm. in, in, for the next uh, 10, 20, 30 years uh, mm. to come, which are uh, literally the years of AI technology now. And there are a lot of subpoints in that and subtext, and you were going to talk about what, what programs you're going to have uh, uh, in the coming months. But before we, we go there, tell us about yourself, and would you tell us about your company, AIAI? <laughs> sure. Uh, American Institute of Artificial Intelligence was launched in 2016, anticipating the need for an institute that will develop leaders for the AI revolution. So there was no doubt in my mind that artificial intelligence revolution is coming. In fact, it had started already and that it's not reversible. It's a one-way change and companies and governments and agencies will have to adapt to it 
if they want to stay competitive. Mm-hmm. And the idea behind when technology revolutions happen is not only to develop technologists, these are the people who make things work. So the nuts and bolts people, for example, in this case, it will be data scientists people who make things work, but also to develop business leaders who can own these projects, who can set the vision and who can be smart consumers as well as visionaries who design and lead their agencies and companies with artificial intelligence. Our focus was on both. Uh, Most universities and schools, they focused on uh, just the technology side. We focused on both, not only just technologies to teach people machine learning, that's more on the technology side, but more importantly, to train leaders with courses such as AI in strategy, AI in finance, AI in marketing, AI in government, AI in human resources, and AI in uh, leadership training. All of those courses focused on a more business side of AI versus uh, just the technology side. Let me and, let me just interrupt you for a second. So, with AI, it's the uh, large umbrella under which everything else falls: data, data analytics, data science, uh, data whatever. It, it all falls under AI. Correct. That is correct. And machine learning, for example, the statistical part of AI. It's the it's what you can consider as the wave two of AI. There mm-hmm. was a wave one before that, which was rule-based AI or expert systems. And, um, and the wave one is, by the way, is not gone. It's still there because certain solutions are uh, much better suited for wave one type solutions. So at this point, but wave, wave two, which is machine learning based or statistical learning based systems, these, this is what we are focused on today, and they have shown some remarkable and very promising results. So this is the future of AI at this point, um, and obviously we will see more systems and potentially wave three in different approaches that will come out uh, okay. to take this revolution forward. So tell me... Uh... Well, first of all, why are you focusing on government? Doesn't the private sector have the same issues, the same problems? Private sector has its own issues and problems, and private sector also um, requires leadership training, and we do provide that kind of training. The reason there is an urgency, at least in my opinion, to focus on government, because there is... um, this mindset that exists in government, so there is no doubt and no debate whether government will be transformed with AI or not. I think the answer to that question is yes. But what's happening right now, the question that's being asked is, is AI a new revolution or is it simply the progression or a progression or extension of the e-government era which preceded the current time. E-government? Uh, it would be e-government, did you say? Yes, e-government mm-hmm, okay. era. So it's the paradigm that said that you know, everything has to become go, you know, become e-government, uh, partly led by the Obama administration, and even before that, this paradigm existed. So I think the question um, 
we have is that is this a new extension or, or it's just is this just an extension of that era or is this a new revolution and our answer to that is that because of certain dynamics that we can show very clearly this is a new revolution in the making so it's not simply the extension of uh, a progression of the the old digital era and that's why this revolution requires its own focus it requires its own thinking it requires its own models its own approach and and that's why it's a different way, different uh, body of knowledge that needs to be developed for this now mm-hmm. government government Cynthia is approaching this in a very tactical way at this point and um, and I can talk about our government here in US uh, in USA that I, I, government is approaching it as point solutions and applications as one-off solutions without having a, some part some type of a broader strategic framework and even though governments of large countries uh, even large countries have launched web pages and done conferences on the AI revolution no formal body of knowledge frameworks and models exist to develop on how to develop a strategic plan for the entire country so most of these efforts are either superficial or too tactical and often guided by wait a second wait a second and before you go any further though uh, ai from from this explanation and from what you're saying is a strategic uh strategic problem. You have to look at it from a strategic point of view. and Or we can look at it from a technical uh, technical end. Is that what you're saying? And you're looking at it from a strategic side? People who are looking at it from a technical end are technologists. Let them do their job. They will continue to look at these are the research institutions in some of the top universities all over the world, and they will continue to solve those problems. The problem we have is on the business side or on the government side, where leaders need to understand that their entire existence now going forward and the competitive nature of of countries, in fact, the competitiveness of countries will be determined by AI. So they need to have a plan, a comprehensive strategic plan for the entire country. And that's where I think a lot of efforts, as I was saying, are either superficial or too tactical and often guided and led by large tech companies, but not necessarily having an independent perspective of what government needs to do to lead this transformation. And that is, I think, the key focus that we are developing with our um, uh, radio show, as well as our uh, our trainings and, and seminars and educational programs, focused on developing leaders who are capable of developing, laying out the vision for the entire next, you know, 10, 20 years, for the entire country, for the entire nation, and doing it in a way that they understand that they are developing a nervous system, which will have parts, but collectively it needs to work efficiently as a whole. So we have to, while focus on parts, we also need to focus on how this will come together as an entire evolution and uh, work together in a way that we have synergy across our entire country, both in terms of strategy as well as in terms of execution. Okay, just a second, though. So so we're on AI, and what are the issues that you're going to face uh, or, or public sector managers, executives, are going to face? What, what sorts of changes are they going to 
to have to deal with or have to make so that they have a best-in-class organization? You know, and that's a very good question. In fact, fortunately, we have the answer from the history of uh, computers and when we started implementing computers, when start when computers started coming into the government, and in fact, in companies also, these were point solutions. So a little bit of automation here, a little bit of automation there. Then eventually we recognized that, you know, this is not efficient. We need to start looking at processes and then uh, across the board, and then we started thinking in terms of ERP solutions or enterprise resource planning solutions, and both government and businesses started implementing these large-scale solutions. Then, all of a sudden, we recognized that these solutions will create a lot of duplication. So, you know, and each agency or, um, or you know, even within each agency or across agencies, there was a lot of duplication of efforts. And then we started thinking in terms of centralization and maybe uh, creating large services organizations that will cater to the requirements, the common requirements across all these agencies. Well, if that teaches us some lesson, the important lesson here is that if you're a manager of an agency, you don't just think about yourself, but you think broader about the, um, the entire agency and not just about your little department or your uh, 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 functional area or maybe even uh, um, some kind of uh, process that you're trying to automate. But you should think about the entire agency and even beyond agency, think about the entire government that how your solution fits into the needs of the entire government. And that mindset, even though even though you will only develop that little solution, but that mindset of knowing that it's a part in a broader whole, that the whole will come out, of, you know, eventually it will come to a certain point where things will start working together, will have a profound impact in how our country um, leads the world in this technology. Okay. And, well, so, you, do you follow, follow I follow, the, the I follow you. So I, I'm following you, and I think that uh, because we're running out of time and there are a couple of questions I have to get in, sure. uh, the, uh, the, I think the next question logically would be what sorts of programs, what sorts of guests are you going to have uh, to cover AI in, in, in the grand scheme of things? I will have guests from that will come both from uh, um, from the academic side, as well as from government and also commercial side. So both uh, types of guests who are uh, on one end visionaries who are developing uh, plans for their automation plans, as well as um, as people who are thinking of new types of solutions on the academic side. But bring them together and then develop on on a weekly basis, extend the knowledge so that managers in government and leaders in government, especially leaders in government, they can um, continue to, in in a half-hour session, they can continue to learn the important part of of making AI decisions in a strategic way. So the focus will be on strategy. It will be a very strategic uh, show. And I think that the types of even the types of conversations we will have, it will not be an interview centric show. It will be a more conversational show where people will talk about their ideas as well as their 
um, theories, and even have a little bit of a debate at times about the potential um, potential issues in government for, and, and as beyond government at a national level. For example, the issue of AI ethics, which is an yeah, extremely important, important issue, and, and the governance issue, mm-hmm. and which requires uh, extensive uh, thinking. And so I believe that based on my experience, I'm in a position to understand those ideas and even have a conversation. So it will be a conversational show, and I am very, very excited about it. And I think it will have tremendous knowledge, information, as well as very, very exciting content uh, week after week. And uh, to uh, and we'll make sure that our at least our D.C. community greatly benefits from that uh, that knowledge base. Okay. Well, and so in conclusion, who would be most likely most interested in this show? I think anyone who is interested in the next 10, 20, 30 years of understanding on how their lives and their careers will develop and how this transformational technology will either uh, help them stay employed and be successful or in some ways, unfortunately, they are not visionary enough or at least they are not working to understand how this transformation will impact them may actually harm them in some ways. So we want to make sure that everyone Everyone who is interested in understanding how this change will impact their lives uh, dials into this show, listens to this show so that they can benefit. Someday they can be a vendor for the government or they can be working for the government or they can be sitting in their companies and making decisions mm. that will impact the future, their own future and the future of their the company. Okay. Well, thank you, because uh, on our Mondays, we have uh, a variety of uh, technical topics uh, with uh, with experts in cyber and IT, et cetera. And we've shows that you, you can agree that the balance is the larger picture, how to bring all that into the, the field and have people who are managing it and seeing the future in it. And so that's important to us. And that's why we wanted to have your show uh, on a full every week. It's unusual, but every week we're going to have the AI show. And, and uh, we will start on, again on October 10th. Uh, but so uh, listen to it and uh, I will have some guests uh some uh, uh, some activities and calendars are uh, ripe for you, and so uh, well, I thank you very much because we were we wanted to talk about AI and we wanted to see what you're going to be doing in your show and and also because you're very interesting and and I'm sure the show is going to be very interesting. So thank you, Al. Thank you for 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 agreeing to do this, and we look forward to hearing hearing your show very much. Cynthia, thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to The Workforce Show. This interview and others can be found at WERA.FM or at CareerCentralOnline.com. Thank you for listening. Until the next time.